That's right. Welcome in. Welcome back, folks, to a Notre Dame football causing you depression, even in the summer edition of the Always Irish Show. As always, you can find the program on YouTube. Do hit subscribe if you haven't yet. I know you, you who wouldn't want to subscribe to see such a happy-go-lucky guy talk about football every day. Hit subscribe if you haven't yet. Give the video a thumbs up. Notifications on. That way you're alerted every time bad Notre Dame news drops that ruins your day. You can hear about it here first. Twitter, if it still even works after the changes this weekend at Always Irish Inc. Or just type Always Irish in the search bar. Emails, alwaysirishindia at gmail.com. Audio only, anywhere you want it, you can get it. Call in line, 312-988-15. Call and tell Johnny all the bad stuff about Notre Dame you've heard and seen. Fighting Irish Wire, doody doo doo. Type those words in the computer. Notre Dame stories come out. Read all about it. Just like the one I wrote last night about Justin Scott's recruitment and Notre Dame's involvement and how important it was and everything that it represented, big picture. Gotta flush that one down the crapper. So I'll write another article, but go there every day. Read about Notre Dame. It's great. Everybody does a good job. All right. First things first. I now have some out-of-town plans for the 4th of July. So this pleasant Notre Dame video is taking the place of the call-in show. As for Wednesday, we'll see when I get back into town Maybe if we have to go live and I miss the morning, I'll do it at night. I'll let you know. So, I was at a friendly cookout. You know, friends and family, we're having a good cookout. We're eating ribs. I'm drinking my beer. We're lighting off some works of fire. Then, boom. And I don't mean boom from a firework. Boom. My phone starts going off the hook, all right? It, it, it just started blowing up, and that tells me one of two things has happened. Number one, somebody I know just dropped dead, or number two, something stupid with Notre Dame happened. My whole life, every time my phone blows up crazy, Somebody's either dead or something stupid happened with Notre Dame. Sure enough, it was number two tonight. In case you missed the news, a uh, five-star defensive lineman from Chicago from my old Catholic League, Justin Scott, verbally committed to Iowa State. Yeah, yep, yeah, Buck not wins again. Let's start with this. Great call to the recruiting experts on this one. He was going to commit to Notre Dame in the spring. Then he was a Georgia lean. Then he was a Miami lean. Then earlier this week, it was a Michigan-Notre Dame battle. Then out of nowhere, he commits to Iowa State. Great job on all the recruiting sources on this one. 
But it doesn't matter. They got all their clicks and all the traffic from all the fan bases. So maybe they are the smart ones because they got all the runoff all this. Here's my first thought. And it's kind of small picture, but kind of big picture at the same time. The mature part of me realizes each individual recruitment is unique. Each player is unique. Each family dynamic and what they want and are looking for is unique. I get all of that. You cannot generalize this stuff in recruiting too much when there's all that individuality involved. That being said, I have to ask you guys this big picture question. If Notre Dame cannot land elite players right down the road who play in a Catholic league perfectly tailored as a pipeline to Notre Dame, if you can't land those guys and they have the grades, they have everything you're looking for, how do you ever, ever expect Notre Dame to close the gap? Think about it. I understand the battles of how hard it is to pull a great guy out of the South that's used to the SEC culture, warm weather, all of that. I get that it's hard to pull those guys out of that environment, get them interested and committed to come to Notre Dame. I understand that. But when you got guys right up the toll road, at a Catholic school two hours away. It all lines up perfect. If Notre Dame can't get those guys, how do you realistically expect Notre Dame to close the gap and all the whatever? These guys that check all your boxes and that are local, If you're not getting them, you got major, major freaking problems. I fully realize Freeman's up against a lot of tough issues. Big NIL, bigger than what Notre Dame wants to do. Big NIL, pay for play. And I'm not saying that's what's going on in this case. I don't know that. Saying overall. I realize fully that Freeman's up against a lot of tough issues. All of the issues Notre Dame puts on themselves, big NIL deals, pay for play, you know, whatever it is, I get that there's never been a tougher time to recruit to Notre Dame than right now with everything going on and how teams are doing it. I realize that. However, However, the reason I was okay with Freeman getting this job with no experience is that I felt that what I was losing in 40 years of coaching experience from Kelly, I was going to make up for by having the benefit of Freeman recruiting elitely right away. 
That was the exchange. And it was a deal I was more than happy and ready to make. Okay? The concern is, if you're not going to get elite recruiting and you have a coach with no experience, where in the hell does that leave you as a Notre Dame fan? I ain't bringing it up, but it needs to be said. I was totally fine making that deal, knowing how lazy Kelly was recruiting at Notre Dame. I was happy to make that deal, swap out his experience. But I figured Freeman can recruit elitely enough. He can learn while we're stacking this roster with top-end guys. The kind Kelly never got here. I shouldn't say never, but he didn't get enough here. That was a deal I was happy to make. But if we're not going to get elite recruiting, and you have a guy with no experience learning on the job, that causes me some anxiety. That causes me some real anxiety. So where does this all leave you? This class is not over. Things could certainly change. But as we sit and I look at Notre Dame's big recruit board, this class is not up to the standard it has to be at overall. I'm sorry, it's just not. It's just not. Now, as I said on the Saturday night call-in show, which was very fun, by the way, I will never question Freeman's effort in regards to recruiting. However, maybe that effort needs to start being redirected in different areas. Maybe recruiting defense, for instance, because it seems to be an issue. Here's the next step of this. If the Owls, Al Golden, and Al Washington, if they are not recruiting at an elite enough clip, they need to be gone after this year. See ya. Beep, beep. See ya. We simply cannot afford them not to be good enough recruiters. And I can't expect Freeman to do everything for everybody himself. So now what's Notre Dame's pivot? That's another complaint I always have. I always complain that Notre Dame never has good plan Bs. We swing and miss at all the top end elite of the elite guys. And we all get excited about the potential of that. Then when it doesn't happen, I'm telling you guys, I could win 80 Super Bowls with the recruits on that Notre Dame finishes second for in my lifetime. I could win every Super Bowl just built off the teams with guys that Notre Dame finished second for. Guys that were very interested in Notre Dame and there was all this smoke and then we don't get them. I could win Super Bowls with those all-star teams. What's Notre Dame's pivot? Too many times, it's all swing and miss at the top end, top end guys that we don't have a history of getting, and then there's nowhere to go when it doesn't work out. 
There isn't, there never seems to be a home run five-star A plan. And if you don't get them, the B plan is just a notch below. And you go right to them, and that's the guy then. You're, Scott's out, a high-level plan B, some drop-off, but not huge, and you fill that spot. Notre Dame has not been doing a good job of that. Kelly didn't either. What's the plan B here? Where's the pivot? The bottom line is the effort is great. I'm never going to question Marcus Freeman's effort, but I need results. I need results. I need effort and results. Not enough effort and not enough results is not good enough. A lot of effort and not good enough results is also not good enough. It doesn't matter how much I love Freeman's personality and demeanor and how genuine he is and, and all of that. It I need elite recruiting. He got the job to deliver that. So the next question is, where does Notre Dame go from here? What can you do if you can't land an elite guy right down the road in a Catholic league, basically what should be a feeder program from St. Ignatius, where I used to play a bunch of my high school sports games, onto the Skyway, onto the toll road, into South Bend. If you're not going to land those guys, short term, the only thing Notre Dame could do is kick the ever-living shit out of Ohio State, USC, and Clemson. There's nothing else you can do. It, it, listen, it's just... It seems that the recruiting on its own isn't going to be enough. Proving it on the field is about the only thing you have left to change minds, change attention, get people to look at you differently and in a higher light, whatever. There isn't much else you could do. That's good news, though. You have three marquee ball games up there to try and change people's mind about you. Kick the shit out of all three of those teams and then see where we're at. Happy 4th of July. Everybody relax.